geopolitics and empire is joined by Yuri Roshka, former vice president of the Moldovan parliament, former deputy prime minister of Moldova. He's a politician turned dissident and anti-imperialist and anti-globalist. It's an honor to have you on geopolitics and empire, Yuri. Hello. Hello, dear friend. Hello, dear friends from everywhere. And, and you know, by the way, we you, you notice we, we have a uniform now. This is the anti-globalist. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> we are not affiliated to any center of power. Exactly. <laughs> not, not any center of uh, power. And at the start, you know, I must say that you are my kind of uh, guest. You're you're the background that you have the the experience is is incredible uh and then my analysis of the global situation is very close to yours it's it's very unpopular uh with some listeners and you know you explain it much better than i do it's an ugly truth a bitter analysis to swallow but as i often say geopolitics doesn't care about our feelings or emotions you know i go where the evidence leads and not where i wish it to lead and maybe to start is is what you call this center of power that in reality there's only one global center of power as you say not even east versus west you know there there's no good guys or bad guys they're all bad guys i often say you know just mafias competing with with each other and my focus often is globalism and their goal of world government i think there's a deep state or aristocracy or elites in pretty much every nation on earth uh, and they form a planetary elite globalists i can identify the deep state here in mexico where i am where i'm a citizen in the us it's obvious by now <laughs> of the deep states in my other homeland of croatia they are identifiable as well the the you know croatian globalists and so uh you know tell us more about your experience and your views on globalism, world governments, and, and this one center of power. Riots across Europe, unprecedented food and energy inflation, increasing military conflict around the globe, and a rising digital police state. The fourth turning is here, and so is the Expat Money Summit. The free online event, expatmoneysummit.com, is back and will help you navigate these turbulent times. Featuring dozens of renowned experts such as Dr. Ron Paul, international man Doug Casey, Jim Rogers, and Mark Faber, the summit will reveal how you can reclaim your freedom abroad, reduce your tax bill, protect your wealth, obtain multiple citizenships and residencies, become part of a like-minded global community, and more. Founder of expatmoney.com, Mikhail Thorup, will be your guide on this journey to protect yourself from economic collapse, World War III, authoritarian Western regimes, and Klaus Schwab's Great Reset. Simply go to expatmoneysummit.com and enter your email to reserve a free ticket to the event. Do it now. If you allow me, I would like to start with my personal uh, intellectual bi biography. Uh, I was obliged to make a paradigm shift several times in my life. I started as Soviet child. Yeah, I was born in USSR. Uh, my first uh, paradigm shift was when I uh, understood the essence, the 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 dirty uh, essence of communism. When I became major, because I became student, I understood the uh, conflict be between USSR and the global communism and the liberal West the free part of the world of course i of course i be, i became anti-communist anti-soviet anti activist and journalist and politician and so on 
And I was sure at that period, 35 years ago, that uh, my country must be part of collective West. Not, my, not only myself, my generation uh, had the same way of thinking, the same vision. It exists worst part of the world, the worst, yeah, Soviet communism and Chinese communism and so on, and the Americans and Europeans who are our dream, yeah, our dream, political dream, imagination was limited in this kind of interpretation. Bipolarity, it means uh, good guys, bad guys, yeah. We didn't understand in that period uh, the result of the Second World War. Who gain? No, no, not who won. Who gain? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, after that, I I used to be uh, uh, street fighter, and uh, I printed first uh, generation of leaflets and and the clandestine newspapers and first meetings, uh, street protest, first uh, anti-communist party here in my country, Republic of Moldova. After that, I became a uh, uh, member of parliament four times, four times. I was twice uh, vice chairman of parliament. And I was during 30, uh, 25, I, I think, uh, years uh, leader of party, Christian Democratic People's Party. I was part of uh, international Christian inter uh, Christian Democratic movement. I used to be in Mexico City 23 years ago. I saw, I met personally, I have met personally Vicente Fox, for example, yeah, uh, and uh, many, many politicians and from U US and from uh, uh, Europe and ex-communist area and so on. Um, and I think it happens in 2006 or seven when I used to be uh, member of joint committee EU Republic of Moldova. We traveled permanently in Brussels, in, uh, in other capitals, especially in Brussels. Uh, uh, and uh, I discovered that our partners are trying to change uh, family code and our constitution. It was the initial step in this total war against family, against normality, LGBT agenda. It was new for us. I was scandalized. I make a, a huge noise in Brussels. <laughs> My partners was uh, were shocked because Yuri used to be so clever, so good freedom fighter for Americans and Europeans in Brussels and in Washington. Uh, I was so many times, even in Soviet period, in 1990, uh, and I became, uh, I used to be the enemy number number one of Moscow, Soviet Moscow. And after that, I became the, the enemy number one of uh, Western centers of power because, because I started to criticize the, the policies of collective West. And I discovered after that the essence of economic imperialism, what it means. I didn't know. I, I was obliged to, to, to study many, many, many books. Thanks God, I am, I am, am able to, to, uh, to read in English and French and even in Russian and Romanian what it means economical uh, domination, what it means, uh, uh, this, uh, new, um, 
colonialism, economical colonialism. How was colonized ex-communist area? It was absolutely total shock for me. Of course, as nationalist, as patriot, as a freedom fighter and politi- active politician who is in favor of independence of my country, and I am, I, I was obliged to think about my people, about my nation. I started to write articles and make speeches and public conferences and so on about economic nationalism, economic sovereignty, economic patriotism, protectionism, Friedrich List, and so on and so on and so on. I have written many, many articles, and uh, I was invited in the Moldovan Academy of Science, very high level, when I used to be uh, out of political game, when I was eliminated in 2009, fraud elections, of course. If you have money, you are a successful politician. If you have not not money, you are nobody. As a... Uh, intellectual, I was invited in different universities here in Moldova, and uh, I talked about uh, the instruments of colonization. After that, as professional journalist, I am practicing journalism during 42 years. It's not nothing. I discovered what it means mental domination, mental control, MK Ultra, um, um, Dominate dominant media. It was absolutely new for all of us in this area. Unfortunately, the huge majority of people who are in this uh, political or, or media activities, they are remaining hostages of my vision, which was abandoned by myself, let's say, uh, at least uh, uh, 15 years ago. I started criticize uh, collective um, West not because I'm so br- so brave because I became a little bit more experienced, a little bit clever. My blindness was finished, and after that, me who myself who was permanently un- against Russian imperialism, Soviet communist style imperialism. I became to to dream, to think that uh, Putin's Russia could be our partners. Uh, but step, I was in favor of uh, uh, Russian uh, uh, establishment and political uh, leaders in 2014, when uh, in uh, Kiev was organized this famous coup d'état, Maidan. Of course, I was uh, I was uh, with uh, uh, Putin and his administration and against uh, Poroshenko and uh, coup d'état and, and uh, all all this story. When uh, Russia uh, uh, decided to uh, have a total control uh, on uh, Crimea, I was I applauded it. I applauded it. No problem. Uh, because my country, Romania, historical uh, motherland for me is Romania because Republic of Moldova is eastern part of Romania who appeared uh, after Soviet, uh, uh, the fall of Soviet Empire. Yeah, okay. And we lost some territories in favor of Soviet Ukraine. It's another story. But I started to formulate some questions. Why? Putin, Lavrov, and uh, Russian uh, leaders, collective Kremlin, 
uh, initially criticized coup d'etat in Kiev, and after that recognized Poroshenko's power. Uh, and this strange dialogue between Putin and Poroshenko was the first signal. But at that time, I, I, I said to me, maybe I don't know some details, some secret diplomacy and so on. Minsk agreements, strange a little bit. My friend Dugin organized, uh, Alexander Dugin, professor, philosopher and sociologist in Russia. He organized at that time in 2014, very strong, huge uh, street demonstrations and asked Putin, 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 you have to introduce military troops in Ukraine to save our brothers from Donbass. And it was absolutely logical attitude, position. So-called uh, uh, Minsk agreements for me was absolutely strange. The second signal, what happens? What happens? Because we cannot understand this changement of my vision without concrete events. Uh, okay, eight years, Donbass was terrorized by uh, Ukrainian power, or so-called Ukrainian, anti-Ukrainian, who is under control of collective West. Okay. So, uh, we agree with it. Okay. Why Putin lost not only eight years, but so many people were killed but by uh, uh, Kiev authorities? It was real uh, state terrorism, like Israel versus uh, Palestinians. It was the third signal for me. I started to to think that probably I am not so right to be so enthusiastic and to upload collective Kremlin. Kremlin. Uh, another detail. It was in 2020. The, uh, the greatest shock for me was in 2020 when started uh, uh, so-called COVID scandal, the false pandemic of COVID-19. All normal people, like you and myself, all around the world had the same kind of reaction. It is a special operation. It is a biological weapon of mass destruction. It is about uh, depopulation, and we started deeply to study Rockefeller uh, report on, tw on 2010 and the Kissinger uh, report on the 1917s and uh, what it means useless, useless eaters and, and the Rockefeller clan role in this huge story and so many authors. I can show you... <laughs> Dozens of books in, in English and French, which I was obliged to study like this and to order permanently throughout Amazon, unfortunately, but it works. Yeah. And I discovered that several friends from Russia put masks on their faces. 
Just real quick, if 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 I could just ask you before we get into that on the COVID operation, uh, I I actually ended up in one of the books. Uh, I got right behind me, Francis Boyle, um, his latest book, Resisting Medical Tyranny. He's the author of the Biological Weapons Act, signed into law by George Bush, nineteen eighty nine. The first chapter is my uh, the transcript of my interview with him in January two thousand and twenty, but. From what I gather, I feel like the COVID operation was it's its the same people who did 9-11. It's a globalist operation. Um, it, 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 from what I can see, you know, Robert Kennedy Jr. and others are, are identifying the CIA and the Pentagon as maybe the source of it. And they, they work together with the Chinese, uh, yeah, you know, labs. Anthony Fauci, Bill Gates and, and all the story. All of us know your listeners know all these details. Right. If you allow me and you, you if you can uh, think it could be useful, I can show several books. For example, Eustace Smullins, right. Celebrity, Eustace Smullins, uh, Murder by Injection, which was published firstly in 2008, uh, first edition. And so many others. Dr. Coleman from uh, from uh, John Coleman, uh, Great Britain. He 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 uh, worked on it during thirty or forty years. Or uh, Judith Kovi- uh, Milkovitz, on so many people, brave, our heroes, yeah. And I discovered that in our international network, because I am uh, an organizer of very interesting international think tank which was uh, created in the 19 and 2017 and I organized here for this kind of international conferences. All people from France, from Italy, from different countries had the same type of reaction. So some Russian friends who put masks, who avoided to to talk about it. Okay, I continued my fight uh, against COVIDism, against uh, this uh, uh, very very serious uh, crime ag- against humanity. My my site, my site w- was blocked. Yuri Roshka, my blog, Yuri Roshka, uh, dot md was blocked by uh, uh, our security office here. I am in permanent surveillance. <laughs> yeah. I was prohibited in Romania. In Romania, I am uh, persona non grata. Okay. And In 2020, we were able to see that we have only one center of real power at international level. It is not about conspiracy theory. It is about practice, political practice and evidence. It is absolutely obvious for all normal people. People who can explain why WHO was able to make orders to EU, to US, to China, to Russia, to India, so five countries from African continents, four countries, and uh, and how and um, uh, uh, I forget now the name of this uh, insular country which is close to to US uh, and. Uh, President Moise was killed by uh, American mercenaries. Uh, Haiti. Not Hawaii, uh, Haiti. Haiti. 
Haiti, Haiti, yeah. So five um, uh, head of states, brave statesmen, and prime ministers were killed during 2020 and 2021. Only, only Swedish and uh, Belarus, Belarus leaders avoided to be killed, and they didn't order uh, lockdowns and isolation, self-isolation, social distance, and all this uh, uh, dirty scam, yeah? And uh, in that moment, I asked myself what it means Agenda 21. About what are talking Rosa Coire? Yeah, but, Rosa by the way, I, I, I've got her book, and I was actually this uh, uh, contact. We were in contact. I was in contact with Rosa, uh, but she, you know, she was living here in Mexico with me, and unfortunately, she passed away uh, before I could. Um, well, it's unfortunate that she passed away, and I, I was going to interview her. Uh, I, so I guess uh, you've got the book as well. You've got a massive library, by the way, which <laughs> that's a very good. Excuse me. Very good sign. Excuse me, yeah. my friend. Excuse me, my friend. But I. Whoa! Look uh, at those. Professional biblioman, yeah. When we are talking about about this uh, scam pandemic, without Agenda Twenty One, we cannot understand the real meaning of uh, this uh, special uh, operation, yeah? What happens in... Uh, okay, Rosa Coire, Rosa Coire, UN mask, green mask. I don't uh, see this book and uh, well, I have to stay I'll, here. I'll pull mine up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've, I've got it here. Here, here it is. <laughs> yeah, perfect. There we perfect. go. Behind the green mask. I put it. Yeah, I put it many, many times. This uh, after that, we talked about Vernon Coleman. Yeah, hmm. Vernon Coleman. All oh, right. Yeah, he's great. Writer from uh, London, very old man, the old man in chair. Yeah, you know this. Yeah, he, he, he was great. Pieces. Yeah, and I, I studied all these books. And others and others in Romanian, Luis de Bruyere, huh? Mafia Pharmaceutica și Agroelementara, Agroalimentara and Pharmaceutical Mafia, uh, vaccination, the uh, mistake of, uh, medical mistake of this uh, uh, century, and Eustace Mullins, murder by injection, yeah? Uh, if you want Rockefeller medicine man, yeah? Claire Severac, Claire Severac, French author. The uh, French author. La guerre secrète contre le peuple. This is only Claire Severac, five books. And so on and so on. I can continue three days and three nights talk, talking only about, about vaccination, uh, global warming agenda, and so on, and so on. I ordered now uh seven books only on global warming agenda but i have here 12 books only american french and others higher level academical personalities it is not just investigative investigative journalists and so on why some of our friends are keeping 
the silence. Are they stupid? I don't know. I don't uh, think that I am cleverer than, than they. I think I am a little bit more honest and free person. Yeah. Okay. Other time I will discuss about books. Uh, coming back to this situation uh, on COVIDism and religion and uh, the role of WHO, we saw very interesting story. Just to finish this part of our uh, discussion, because people have have to understand what it means false opposition on international level. For some of us, U.S. is the incarnation of total historical and spiritual evil. For some of us, China is the paradise, terrestrial paradise or extraterrestrial. I don't know. <laughs> Look, on 2020, great hero of U.S., Mr. Trump, was under Fauci and Bill Gates' control and deep state. And in that moment, we were able to understand that Trump is a, a, a huge farce, scam. He is not an accidental president who is against establishment. He just simulating this kind of distance. It was enough for me. Oh, Chinese virus, Chinese virus, Chinese bad guys. We are good guys. We have to kill all Chinese. No, no, no. You worked together. American deep state and Chinese Communist Party deep state. But in fact, we, are, we, we have to talk about Chinese technocracy with this facade of uh, communism. Nothing. It is new form of totalitarian uh, control of population technocracy, which is experienced now in China. Coming back on this, my last <laughs> Maybe it is the last paradigm shift. Yeah. I, I lost my, uh, last uh, series of illusions. I became a little bit uh, less stupid than yesterday uh, in 2020. Others are clever and wise and brilliant during whole life. I am from time to time a little bit stupid and I have to study to, to try to to deeply understand some uh, phenomena and, so, and so on. Okay. When I discovered this scamdemic, I was obliged to study Yuan Green Mask, yeah? Rosa Coire and others, others. Why in 1992 all nations of this Planet signed this agreement in Rio de Janeiro. It is very simple to understand because usually high-level politicians are stupid and corrupt. And from time to time, naive. If it is formulated by UN, UN is the, the greatest authority for all uh, ordinary politicians who are who have the, uh, this uh, important political uh, uh, positions as presidents and prime ministers and so on. And step by step, 
we discovered that climatism as new form of uh, religion is a tool to to transform all humanity in slaves to enslave all of us. Why today some people from our international anti-system network are avoiding to talk about it or they are preferring to criticize only uh, by seeing on reality with one eye. Where is the, the second eye? Because we are talking about agenda which is available in US, in Russia, in China, in India, in BRICS countries who are who huge alternative of, of American imperialism and so on. Why? Do you know that in Russia two days ago do, State Duma adopted uh, CBDC uh, digital rubble? Ruble. Who commanded on Russia? On Russia. Russian currency, ruble. Yeah? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, yeah. In Russia. Yeah, in Russia. Do you know that in Russia uh, uh, normal patriots are scandalized now during this war because of insistence of deep state of Russia who are these people are connected to global governance, yeah, are trying to impose so-called uh, juvenile uh, police. Come on, uh, uh, how to say it in, in English? Juvenile, yeah? Juvenile, juvenile mm-hmm. police. To destroy definitely the family and to have to have the right to extract child from family, like in the Western countries, in Russia, in current Russia. Yeah? We can continue all details, digitalization, uh, um, global warming agenda, and so on, and so on, and so on. Artificial intelligence, uh, QR codes, all elements, yeah, we have present in all countries. So our conclusion could be that all countries are on the same rulers. More or less invisible, but for us it is absolutely obvious that we are talking about UN. UN became a uh, global government. If we are we are studying uh, our common agenda, Guterres. WHO is a uh, ministry of global governance, and uh, we can talk about other branches of this global governance, the same story. My conclusion is, and I I was I was happy to be invited as a speaker on a very interesting conference which was uh, organized at 29 uh, of April this year by uh, Professor Alexander Dugin and his colleagues in Moscow and it was uh, a huge international participants, something like 134, I think, speakers during one day. And my uh, approach was a little bit different. I said, taking in account this common agenda, which is obvious for all normal and honest analysts, I could say that conference was dedicated to multipolarity, I could say, as a translator of Dugin's books in, in Romanian, I translated four books. Four books, and I published by my money here in Moldova and in Romania. The Four Political Theory, 
the multiple uh, the theory of multipolar world, uh, international relation, uh, Eurasian mission, the global uh, alliance manifesto, and many many articles. It is he is very brilliant thinker. I admire him, but I now. Ten years ago, I was absolutely impressed by, by his theory. And today, I am also impressed by, by this theory. By the, by, I am obliged, but I am obliged to mention that it is only a theory, not a practice. That's why my short speech was finished by this uh, uh, sentence or idea. Multipolarity remains uh, very interesting and fascinating uh, desirable international project. We are watching now horizontal conflicts between, between collective West and China, collective West and Russia, and so on and so on. Of course, my uh, solidarity is with Russian people because, because Russia is and the total aggression of uh, collective West. But anyhow, during this war, Putin's administration, we have to, <laughs> to know this detail also, Putin doesn't rule Russia. Putin's, uh, Peskov, his press secretary, said yesterday that Putin remains only a brand. This was the term. Oh, Mr. Putin is a great brand of Russia, but only brand. Where is the state man? Where is uh, chief commander of this war? Where is real president? We don't see it. Why Russia remain part of WHO and uh, uh, so on and so on? Why Russia is subordinated on, after so many sanctions? Why Russian administration are following all points of international agenda of globalists. Only rhetorics, only simulacre, only facade, only discourse. This bring, yeah, this brings me to one of my key questions that I just, like I, I, I try to say, you know, to square this circle, this great contradiction, which I think is at the heart of everything, where, where you, just, you just brought us to, where, uh, as you mentioned, you know, the 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 on the horizontal level the collective west versus russia and china we see genuine conflicts for territory and resources and domination you know mental cultural uh, uh spiritual you know the, the lgbt values trying to colonize uh, the rest of the uh, world but at the same time you just outlined it's clear as day all countries are participating in this globalist project and so i've the, the only way i've been able to make sense of it is that as, as you've said and i i've said i've been saying this for a long time there are no good guys they're all mafias all of our countries are run these by these mafias or these or even in the regional sense you've got the western mafia you've got a chinese sort of mafia you've got the russian mafia and so sometimes mafias or here in mexico like the cartels sometimes they'll work together when it suits them and then at other times when one cartel sees the other as weak, they're going to pounce on that cartel and try to eliminate them. Uh, how do you explain this contradiction where some, you know, Russia and the West are fighting and the West does want to dismember Russia, but at the same time, you know, they, they cooperate on the globalist project. <laughs> how do you explain that contradiction? Oh, I have to say that I am convinced the conflict is real, by the, but the conflict is 
between uh, private entities, between mafias, between uh, corporations, who is able to control Russian huge Russian huge natural resources. Uh, in Ukraine, we know who are controlling the land and so on. Yeah, black uh, uh, this uh, global co uh, corporation, black, black, black rock, rock, rock and, and others. Yeah, in Russia, not necessarily because they maintaining partially control on on, uh, on these resources. Why Russian oligarchs or anti-Russian, if you want, oligarchs? have to renounce on their business and to to offer this business to some Western oligarchs. This is a conflict. Another aspect. I am Christian believer. I am Orthodox. And I can understand that now we are assisting, or I could say we are victims of total religious war, firstly against Orthodoxy, but not only against spirituality, against all forms of traditional religion, Catholics, Muslims, and others. Uh, So-called scientism is a new religion. So-called uh, transhumanism and technocracy is a new form of, of religion, of demonic, Luciferian religion. This is a problem. Okay, this uh, conflict, we, uh, we know very well uh, that during several centuries anglo-saxon sea power had and has this obsession to destroy russia yeah we are talking about the geopolitical constant yeah sir halford uh, mckinder described it exhaustively uh, in the very brilliant way the target the goal is to destroy russian uh, orthodoxy, spiritual identity of nation, to destroy Russia as national uh, state, to divide Russia and to control Russian natural resources. It is absolutely clear. And for Russians now, for Putin's administration, uh, collective West organized, in my opinion, the second Afghanistan. This all this brave, brave discourse and triumphalism and so on, which is emanated by uh, official propaganda, it is nothing. You have to compare only two uh, two uh, figures. Russians are more than one hundred forty-six, I, I think, or seven millions total population. Ukrainians are less than 40 million, maybe 35. Yeah? And even today, after one year and a half, after so many victims, uh, Ukrainians are maintaining the superiority as soldiers present on butterfly. What? How it is possible? How it is possible? It is, it is Difficult to imagine that strong Russian Federation with nuclear power and uh, with Shoigu, with Putin, with these heroes and so on, they are losing step by step this war. They are not able. Why? 
we have to explain why. Is Russia under, under, under aggression? Yes, yes, of course. Russia was attracted in this trap, was uh, invited to commit a suicide by uh, this invasion one year and a half ago. Of course, because for Russia it was necessary only blitzkrieg. Several days, one week, two weeks, all experts at international level commented this unavoidable victory of Russia. Putin's Russia will win, will win, will destroy uh, Ukrainian start, state, will annex Ukraine, and we uh, are obliged to, cons- to, to mention that Russia is in permanent uh, defensive of Komondi. Yeah, they uh, they are not able to uh, to win, just to maintain some positions. But during one uh, year and a half, they are uh, this story with uh, uh, cooperation with two, with two, uh, Erdogan, and it is absolute diplomatical and political economic catastrophe for Russia. Yeah, I, I, is- I, I I would agree with what you just said that they were pulled into this trap, and then the question is, and and some people that I follow is the is the Russian leadership are they incompetent? Are they intentionally playing along with the Atlanticists? No, no. I mean, what what's what's going on? No. We have to understand that global players. Who are not Russians, Russian leadership, they organized this uh, war, like in First uh, World War, to to kill as many as possible slaves and Orthodox from both sides. It's absolutely part of plan of depopulation. It is, it is clear. Of course, Putin and his administration want to win, but by then, by the, but uh, they have not sufficient intellectual preparation and and braveness to do it. First element. Some uh, analysts remark this interesting aspect. In Kiev, we have so young leadership, about 40, 45 years, all key position on state administration. In Moscow, uh, 74, 75, and so on. Putin, Lavrov, Shoigu, Patrushev, others, others, all key positions are maintained by so old guys. We can say directly, Russia now is under gerontocracy. Old people cannot fight, cannot rule if if uh, if uh, efficiently. Because their mind is to maintain status quo. They solved all problems of his family for 10 generations. All of them are very rich. Why Minister for Foreign Affairs is so rich? Why Minister for Defense is so rich? They are not businessmen. They are only state men. Why they are all uh, Putin's team are so rich? With billions and billions and yachts and, uh, uh, you know, this version, Italian version to ask, yeah? Why? Explain me. Stupid Moldovan cannot understand it. I used to be four-time politician in my small country as little politician, but I, I know how, how it's functional, political mechanism. Okay. First aspect. Second aspect. We have to 
rememorate this very special moment when uh, Mr. Uh, former president of Russia, uh, Boris Yeltsin, decided to nominate Putin as, as his successor. Who decided really? Who decided? Uh, you know probably this, uh, about this special meeting between uh, Kissinger and Putin in that period, in 1999. It exists some rumors that Kissinger <laughs> uh, suggested to Boris Berezovsky and uh, Chubais to put this guy under their control, Russian oligarchs, who was leaders of privatization and shock therapy during this uh, destiny of the extraction of shock therapy and, uh, and uh, do you know this American guy? Uh, his name is uh, who was uh, an economic hit, hit man. Oh, John Perkins. Yeah, Jeffrey he, Sachs. He, Jeffrey I, Sachs. I, I, okay. John, and Jeffrey and Sachs. now Jeffrey Sachs is uh, a lobbyist for uh, Kremlin. You can imagine about what we are talking. Jeffrey Sachs killed Russian economy, and now he is very loyal to Kremlin. He receiving money from Kremlin for his services. And he is talking in Washington about braveness of uh, Kremlinism. Okay. Uh, in that moment, Putin was installed. Yeah. He, he, uh, are talking today that he uh, was ready to introduce Russia in NATO. He was so obsessed. To make Russia <laughs> great again, yeah. <laughs> to make Russia part of uh, collective West, okay, and collective West rejected them. That's why uh, Munich speech and so on and so on, okay. But this war between collective West and Russia developed all problems of Russian Federation: economical, military, and. Uh, how are rulers able to manage a crisis, uh, so huge crisis as this war? Another aspect, Putin was accepted by Russian oligarchs as mediator. He is not a president. He is not a, a chief commander. He is a person who, is, who are trying to make a balance between different uh, oligarchs and mafia groups and so on, uh, Siloviki and former uh, uh, family of Yeltsin and so on, Shoigu and Prigozhin and all these conflicts and so on, which have, have not any contact with Russian reality. Now, he was good for it during 20 years to make this kind of slalom of equilibrium, of uh, to harmonize conflicts and uh -huh, Gazprom is for you, Okay, other businesses for you and uh, uh, guys like Kovalchuk uh, uh, brothers, uh, Rottenberg brothers, and uh, Abramovich and others. They are so influential in Russian politics. And to understand easier this situation, uh, when we are studying the history of capitalism and we know very well that uh, that in capitalist countries politics doesn't exist 
politics, politicians were killed by businessmen. Politic, political uh, activity was subordinated to economical games. It is absolutely obvious. In Russia is the same story. We have to understand it. And when Putin or Peskov or Lavrov or Shoigu are talking publicly, they are only puppets of businessmen, of oligarchs. Why people from Russia who are so anti-system and so on are able to talk about Biden, how old is he and how deep state fo are functioning in the US? I, I used to be Soviet guy, yeah, Soviet uh, citizen. And I remember Soviet propaganda. Oh, how bad was uh, um, presented uh, uh, US and uh, Europe and capitalism. Propaganda was perfect. And I think, I think that Soviet propaganda was uh, correct and honest when, uh, when described the collective West. But the lie was when I de they described the internal situation in Russia, in Soviet uh, Union. Now, today, we have the same story. Kremlin propaganda and all people who are affiliated to Kremlin propaganda from France, from Italy, from uh, Latin America, from different countries, huge analysts and investigative journalists and geopolitical experts and sociologues and philosophers and brave people. They are just lying like in Soviet period. I cannot avoid this parallel. In Soviet period, in France, in Italy, in uh, Spain, especially, but not only, we had very strong communist parties. And we have, we had so many intellectuals, writers, actors, and uh, VIPs who were very enthusiastic about Russian co Soviet communism or about Mao experiment, Chinese model. Today we say we have the same the editation of uh, the, uh, the the same story, and to be open, I'm obliged to say this aspect also. I see in Moscow so many brave people who are able to become part of neo-communism to justify all failures of Russian administration. All normal people now in Russia, and I so close to them. I admire Russian people. I admire Russian history, culture, braveness, military braveness. They are brilliant as uh, Christian believers, as uh, cultural personalities. They, they suffered so many people was killed in, in, in Soviet, Soviet Union under Soviet experiment. And now all people who survived are criticizing this power. But in the, in the Western community, nobody know about it because so not so many people know Russian. And usually people who know Russian from Washington, from Paris, from uh, other centers of power of uh, collective West, they are specialized to uh, uh, to develop this critical discourse against Russia totally. For them, it is not important 
if uh, they are talking about imperial period or Soviet period or post-Soviet period, Russia is the incarnation of total evil. And this is a trap for many intellectuals. To detach themselves themselves from this kind of discourse of collective West, they are determined to embrace the official propaganda of the Russian administration. I don't know if you understand me, but yeah. uh, when I am I am following every single day Telegram channels because all dissidents are prohibited in Russian TV uh, stations, uh, dominant media. They are criticizing. Kremlin, uh, State Duma, government for economical uh, uh, policy, for uh, so-called medical policy, COVIDism, for digitalization, CBDC, and so on and so on. In TV stations, nothing. And in our international family of great dissidents and under nothing, or quite nothing. Yeah, this- because it is very, it is very easy to be to divide the world in, in black and white. And to be on the right side, yeah. But Russia will lose this war. Russia will be destroyed if Putin and his clique are remaining in these positions. For Russia, coup d'état is impossible, and I am against it. But because I understand, coup d'état could be exploited by collective West in order to destroy, to divide, and denuclearize Russia and to put the hand on this uh, huge uh, natural natural uh, resources we can come on uh, how to say it in english impasse we are in russia now is in very critical situation we are talking more about russia because our dream was and remain to have russia as alternative center of power not just victim of Western conspiracy, but brave and victorious country. And if Russia will be able to win in Ukraine and to rebuild the country, the economy, and to present an alternative uh, model of civilization, okay, all of us are ready to applaud and to imitate Russian model. This is, a, this is a problem now. Throughout history, empires have risen and fallen. Some of the most successful empires were those that offered people a reason to come, often lower taxes and the prospect of citizenship. In ancient times, empires would say foreigners can become one of us and prosper through business and trade. Throughout history, people have gravitated to jurisdictions that have given them the best conditions to do business. So if you run a business... You should consider nomad capitalists because they help entrepreneurs and investors relocate to parts of the world where they can keep more of their wealth. They literally wrote the book on it, The Best-Selling Nomad Capitalist. Find it on Amazon. If you're an entrepreneur or investor and believe you're paying too much in tax, or if you'd like to get a second passport or a third passport like I have to expand your options and not have to be relying on one government, there are legal ways to do this. Nomad Capitalist has been assisting over a 1,000 clients for the last 10 years. You can check out their 2,000-plus educational YouTube videos and nearly 2,000 blogs. Just go to nomadcapitalist.com, learn how they can help you legally reduce your tax bill, expand your options globally, and navigate the algorithm ghetto. Let me ask you then, because you, you know you talk about dividing the world into black and white, good guys and bad guys, and it just, it just seems like, as you laid out and as I've been seeing it, 
it's it's that we're, we're basically dividing the world into black versus black there's no there's no uh nowhere to run and uh, you may have mentioned him before anthony sutton uh yeah, yeah i think you did you with uh you know he did work with patrick wood and anthony sutton and he wrote many years ago about convergence that the globalist plan was to prepare east and west to integrate um together and so if russia doesn't somehow win as you say in ukraine my fear is then that we are going to move march on towards this world government you know you mentioned your christian orthodox i'm uh, i believe in the bible and it's you know the prophecy says one day there's going to be you know all rich and poor there will be this mark of the beast this digital like system where if you don't comply you can't buy food nigel farage who led brexit two weeks ago you know he, he, some weeks ago he, he was completely debanked he can't have a bank account in, in england yeah, yeah. Uh, an anglican right, anglican priest complained about transgender ideology they shut his bank account you know you complain about transgender you complain about the politics you cl complain about you don't believe in climatism just shut off your bank account you can't buy food you can't work you can't travel just die you're gonna die slowly uh, and so if Russia doesn't win, I mean, wh what are your thoughts then? The, the, will this collective Western system, Bretton Woods, Davos, World Economic Forum system then uh, take control of the globe? And then in every country, we're going to have this digital technocracy and then we're pretty much screwed. Excellent question. <laughs> Excellent question. It depends who will rule Russia in that moment. If Putin and his team, Russia will remain subordinated to globalists. If this war will determine a uh, radical political changement in Moscow, we have the chance to see another Russia. Otherwise, for me, doesn't matter if you, if Russia will liberate Ukraine and will liberate Lviv and Uzhgorod uh, uh, and uh, I don't know Western Ukraine and, and Poland and <laughs> half of Europe. If Russia remains under global governance, it is nothing for us because we are uh, following every single day and hour, even hour, this changement, which is uh, so quick when we are talking about globalism, uh, about uh, technocracy, about transhumanism. We have not so many time to wait. That's why I you talked about uh, Patrick Wood, you know, just to 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 show to our friends uh, only three books of uh, this brilliant American uh, intellectual and writer and uh, thinker, uh, Technocracy Rising, the Trojan Horse of Global Transformation. Another one. Technocracy, the hard road to world order. And the last one, which was public, published uh, last year in 2022. Yeah. The, the evil twins of technocracy and transhumanism. It is sufficient to study these three books to understand and to follow his, his blog to understand that we are in so critical historical moment without any precedent. Our problem for many of us who are trying to, to make political analysis, geopolitical analysis, 
military analysis, economical analysis. We are thinking uh, in uh, terms of 19th century or, or for better case, in 20th century. We are all, quite all of us are victims of uh, technocracy, technophilia. Technophilia, yeah, uh, the admiration for tech, uh, techno science is the threat which are destroying now the humanity, this Prometean Prometean spirit. Uh, We have to talk uh, tomorrow, we have 14 uh, July, yeah? The anniversary of so-called French Revolution. We have to to know the meaning of this historical fracture, what it means modernity, what it means means, uh, Promethean man, what it means... uh, anthropocentristic vision. We are talking now about uh, geoengineering. Today I uh, I had uh, I uh, registered some videos in on my uh, channel in uh, Telegram and I told about this uh, genetic modifications in US and China to mix swines and men. Yeah? Chimera, come on, uh, mm-hmm. how to say it in English? Yeah, chimera, yeah. Chimera, yeah, chimera were uh, monster, monsters, yeah? And it happens today. We are talking about uh, genetic manipulation throughout injection. About the fact that these demonic forces are obsessed to rebuild whole nature, whole ex- ecosystem. Uh, when we are talking about uh, Harari, yeah, or about Klaus Schwab, or about others, it is not a joke. It is not a science fiction. It is very, very uh, uh, important realities, geopolitical realities, who affected everybody. That's why uh, who remain prisoner, hostages uh, of. Uh, some centers of power, they are, uh, we can say, it's a crime against truth, against our nations, against our brothers, against our uh, dreams to have normal life. And uh, another aspect, which is not linked directly with Russia or China, I, I would like to see if you have time for it, Let's yeah. talk about a little bit about China. Uh, the most part of our international network community, uh, important investigative jo- journalists, analysts, and so on, they are atheists. They are unbelievers. They are victims of modernity. They are victims of social engineering who rebuilt men during last centuries. This is a huge problem. If you saw my articles, you, you have read my uh, mm-hmm. uh, my articles, I am trying to, to mention it. Our fight is nothing, is absolutely without any meaning if you we are remaining victims of uh, Luciferian forces who determine us, determine us, uh, determined, excuse me, us to, to think that we are uh, we can live without any spiritual life, without God, without a, 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 our Creator. 
I, I would just add, I, I've also mentioned, brought up this point that I've noticed where it, it tends to be more people who believe who are Christians or God can see what you've identified, can, can see that all the governments are working together. Whereas these analysts, as you mentioned, that are not really, that are not believers in the traditional form of God, they, they have this myopia. They, they believe in the whole BRICS, multipolar, Xi Jinping's going to save us, Putin is going to save us. And so I, I feel like I've, I've, I see a, a pattern there as well. Yeah. Uh, in my article, in one article, which is, was written uh, several uh, weeks ago, I tried to explain to our friends, and I published it in, uh, in six uh, languages. <laughs> and uh, one chapter was dedicated uh, to China. Chinese economical miracle and so on and so on. And they uh, asked my friends from every country, hey, hello, why we are thinking that communist style uh, gigantomani was uh, mania was bad? And technocratic gigantomania of China, current China is good. And when, when we are talking about sovereignists, sovereignist movement in Europe, for example, yeah, from France, from Italy, from different countries, we are against uh, American imperialism, against American domination, against corporatocracy, we are against plutocracy. Excellent. I am on the same side. Yeah. It's my, it is my personal fight during all my, my life. But, the same people who are against American imperialism, economical, financial, cultural uh, war and spiritual war, they are applauding to uh, China, who decide, which decided officially by governance, by his uh, its gov uh, communist government in 2015, that they must colonize economically 150 countries. One road, one belt. What? Why I have to applaud it? If my country will be not under American occupation, but under Chinese occupation, because we are talking about economical occupation. And if we are following the line, the way of thinking and acting, uh, of Hamilton and Friedrich List and others from this school, yeah, of thinking, we have to be protectionists. We have to balance our international economical relations with our internal economical potential. If not, our countries doesn't exist. If we are not against uh, WTO, World Trade Organization, we are not patriots. Oh, China is so happy to, to use these instruments to colonize Africa, Europe, United States, Mexico, and, and everybody by its so huge economical power. But we have to remember why China became so huge economical power. Uh, do you remember the secret visit of Henry Kissinger and 1971 in China, and he's secret talking about with the Chinese communist leaders, Mao and so on. And after that, after one year, came to China, uh, President uh, Nixon, Nixon, yeah? yeah, Nixon. And 
for our Western friends, when we are talking about Reaganomics, about the role of uh, Margaret Thatcher and the process of deregulation and the industrialization of Western countries, it was uh, in instrumentalized, it was organized by, by globalist elites to destroy white, Christian, strong West in favor of China. Why? Because China is so good uh, instrument for total globalization throughout economical tools and technocratical tools of whole world. Because in in uh, Western tradition we have we have this not so brilliant, but in any case democratic, liberal, uh, some political freedoms, economical freedoms, and way of thinking and acting and so on. It is difficult to determine the obedience of Western peoples, nations, yeah? With China, it's easier. And China is a factory of the world because they are quite two billions of very disciplined uh, small guys who are, who are working for one dollar per month, yeah? Now, uh, the uh, middle class in China, what about what we are talking? We are talking about the universal, come uh, on, on the universal uh, revenue. Yeah, we basic are talking income. about universal basic uh, income. Income, 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 universal basic income. We are we are talking about social credit, Chinese model, and we have to try to help our friends to say to them, hey, wake up. It is enough, it is enough. You have to abandon these stupid dreams about Chinese model, about great historical personality, Putin, and so on. <sighs> what a kind of stupidity. Because, once again, when we are talking about admirators of China, we, we have to to talk about intellectual blindness. I have uh, enough intellectual experience and I'm working permanently with uh, books in English and French. And I know, I know many, many authors who are in our side, in our, in our international movement and who are in this kind of blindness to admire uh, Russia plus China as alternative to Anglo-Saxons. Mm -hmm. It is total stupidity, naivety, when we are not talking about just uh, some corrupt persons. Uh, yeah, uh, another question arises, though, because we see in the news now all this hype about World War Three, the threat of you know nuclear war. Mm -hmm. And then I wonder, you know, as you just described how East and, and, and West are, have been collaborating in the 70s, the Western elites helped build up uh, China to be this technocratic uh, laboratory. Uh, and so now there's all this talk of World War Three. And then I wonder, are they really going to do they want to take us to nuclear war? Or are they just threatening us to keep us uh, afraid, like George Orwell wrote about, where uh, you know the, the the three regions, you know Eurasia, Oceania, where they're just telling us to keep us afraid. Oh, you know we're at war with we're in this forever war with that other region, and they're just saying that just to keep the 
each population of each country afraid, or do you think that that we there is a risk that Look, they will start a conflict? To build uh, a perfect form of global governance, uh, Luciferian globalist elite is obliged to invent different kinds of uh, mass panic to provoke uh, this uh, permanent stress. MK Ultra was applied firstly to some people individually, after that to some Latin American countries, firstly in during uh, uh, Chinese dictator uh, Pinochet, yeah? And so on. We we know this from uh, Naomi Klein book, the doctrine of the shock doctrine. Yeah. After that, in uh, Poland, in Russia, in Romania, here mass privatization and so on. Now, in order to promote this kind of economical reforms, they were obliged to provoke social crisis with the. Uh, uh famine quite famine here in the soviet Soviet, yeah and to prom people in this kind of uh, shock are able to accept everything the same story was with covid 19 and remain vaccinism vaccines and uh, and the uh, viruses we have to mobilize everybody bill gates uh, WEF and the UN and so on and uh, Guterres and others, Putin <laughs> among others, Trump, brilliant personality, yeah, the same uh, speech and so on. The same story is about climate change, global warming, uh, green uh, mask and so on. It is a new form to enslave us throughout fear and the last one not the last but you know the last will be extraterrestrial invasion but before the extraterrestrial invasion before the simulation of holograms on the sky and so on uh, they are trying to convince us that uh, us or russia or both are ready to Put <laughs> to launch this nuclear attack. No, it is not impossible. It is, it is not possible. And interesting detail. In Russia, we have very interesting uh, public personality, Dmitry Medvedev. It, this person, very small guy, physically and intellectually, he is absolutely ridiculous. He was the guy who put Russia in WTO. He was the guy who accepted the invasion of Libya. And so on and so on. He is total hyper-liberal. Liberal, pro-West and so on and anti-Russian and so on. Now he is number two in the so-called Superior Council of Defense, something like that. And probably he is drinking a lot or smoking something. Because every single day he puts on his uh, uh, Telegram channel uh, different uh, stories about uh, dirty Americans and Europeans and Polish and Ukrainians. 
We Russians, we are ready to kill all of them by our nuclear power every single day. And all our friends from international community of dissidents, resistance, anti-American uh, uh, fighters are reproducing these stupid stories. He is nobody in Russia. I don't know if Putin or Medvedev have any access to this uh, command center, cent uh, center of uh, command, yeah, to <laughs> to put his uh, finger on this uh, bottom. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but anyhow, I am sure we cannot we cannot exclude this kind of accident. But I am sure that global elite is not formed by. Uh, suiciders and uh, stupid persons. They are clever guys. Gates and uh, Soros and uh, Rothschilds and Rockefellers and then others, others, Baruchs and all this international conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, dragons and they are not stupid. Why they will start this nuclear war to kill themselves? No, it is not an unilateral step. That's why I don't think that it is uh, more than propaganda tool to terrify all of us and to accept all measures and to to receive uh, figures uh, uh, as Putin or Trump or Biden or others as our saviors and they are and all compromises all dirty strategies politics against uh, nations will be accepted uh in in exchange of one condition we need peace we are from peace we, we, of course we are peaceful people but it is only about mind control about about manipulation about uh psychological war informational war technological war and total domination all or to to quote this american uh, water full spectrum domination yeah william engel domination William Engel. And the last yeah. and the last story will be will be extraterrestrial invasion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we 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 we've seen that. Uh, yeah, I believe uh, that's that's coming. And um, you know, we've gone over an hour. I don't usually do that because my brain farts out. But you're uh, a special uh, guest, <laughs> and you know, is is there anything else that you thought was important to share that we haven't touched on, or or you know, thoughts about us? Re resisting any of this i mean my motto is we must fight um evil and and tyranny uh regardless of of the outcome you know it's it's just our duty to fight this this insanity uh but you know any any other thoughts final thoughts you know what do we do yeah. now <clears throat> first of all i would like to to thank you for this opportunity because uh, i it was necessary to say <laughs> to say these uh, words uh, initially, but I apologize. I have to say this uh, now because I'm, um, as all of us, not able to talk here on TV stations in Moldova. I am prohibited in Moldova, in Romania, in Russia, and everywhere. Yeah, My articles are published, published partially by some media platforms. My videos, uh circulating in the internet on different uh, platforms thanks god uh, during last uh, three years i had uh, several times 
million of visualizations. It was a huge record for me. I I would like to say several words to our common friends. Some of us uh, know about about uh, uh, whom I am talking. Dear friends, you have to abandon this illusion that your moral compromise is an invisible for us. I am looking very carefully on every single cowboy who is so happy to be paid, to be promoted, to be uh, presented as huge resistance uh, personalities uh, in exchange of this kind of moral compromise. I was educated in this radical way of thinking and acting, not as political violence. No, I wasn't violent, never. But I, because I started in the communist period, I cannot change my way of thinking and acting in current international and internal political situation. We must uh, continue our effort despite of all personal risks. And for Christian believers, I'd like to say that if we are believers and we have this sign, this cross, yeah? We have to understand only one lesson, who is eternal, which is eternal lesson. Jesus Christ is our symbol of sacrifice for God and for people. We have to live with this dominant. With, I am talking about, about lifestyle. All of I am. I like to drink wine. I like to to eat and to have a very calm uh, uh, lifestyle. But I am obliged to assume some risks, any kind of risks. I am not interested in just talking, just uh, uh, abstract analysis, and uh, for uh, international notoriety. I know that I am talking very bad English and very bad French, but I am obliged to talk in these languages because I am trying to extend our international network. And this is our duty to, to become more influential than we are today. Our networking, our team building, international team building must continue. And uh, I am optimist because uh, uh, during Soviet period, I remember that not so many people were able to talk loudly against communists and KGB and Soviet power. But some of us did it. Some of us, many of us, lost their lives. But they did it. And finally, communism was destroyed, disappeared. It was God will, of course. Now we are fighting against 
demonic forces of transhumanism and technocracy. We can win only if we will be totally dedicated on this total or for the truth. And any kind of personal interest to gain money, to have uh, international notoriety, to satisfy your ego, it is, is counterproductive. Because our victory can be determined only by our mighty God, Saint Trinity, only. But in order to be successful, we have to be totally uh, morally correct. Our honest way of thinking, of talking, of writing, of acting is necessary as military tool of our metapolitical effort. And only in this condition, maybe our mighty God will intervene in, in this uh, history, human history, and will change our destiny. Otherwise, the human project will be finished in several years or maybe decades, not more. Yuri uh, Roshka, uh, powerful and, and solemn words and, and warning there. I don't know what else to say. You, 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 you've said it all. And so uh, all, all of the links to your work will be in this podcast description. And I encourage people to follow your channels, to follow your work. Uh, I will continue to do so and share your material. And uh, thank you for being on Geopolitics and Empire. Thank you, dear friend. And thank you to all of our, our friends who had uh, the time for <laughs> following this uh, dialogue. God bless you and God bless all of you. And we have to remain optimists and to continue our fight. Thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed this Geopolitics and Empire podcast. The website is geopoliticsandempire.com and I encourage you to sign up for the free email list that goes out with each podcast and every weekend with a collection of news headlines. The newsletter and website are our last lines of defense. We're being censored and deplatformed. It's nearly impossible to find geopolitics and empire on the Google search engine. We've been blacklisted. YouTube frequently takes down our videos with strikes. Facebook restricts our page. Reddit and Twitter take down posts. And after the Associated Press mentioned geopolitics and empire in a 2021 article co-written with NATO, our Patreon account was terminated. Vimeo also terminated our pro account. The best free way to help Geopolitics and Empire is to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or elsewhere and subscribe to all of our media channels. You can find the video broadcast now on five platforms, Odyssey, Rockfin, Rumble, BitChute, and Brighteon. You can find the audio broadcast on the podcast ecosystem, SoundCloud, Apple, Spotify, and so on. My current favorite social media channels are Twitter and Telegram, but you can also find us on Gab, MeWe, Minds, Float, VK, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Finally, Geopolitics and Empire is in dire need of funding to continue. You can leave a donation, purchase a consultation with the host, or become a member to receive additional benefits. We also produce a weekly broadcast called Dissident Thinker for members and Rockfin subscribers only. We will continue to fight the good fight come hell or high water. Thank you for listening.